Hey, what's up guys, how you doing? This is Eric here from Fasted Human. So uh, today, awesome day. Again, today is day two of the fasting uh, challenge. And I just wanna say that it is uh, basically come down to, you know, just getting adjusted to my whole routine of uh, <laughs> um, lifestyle that is constantly in a moving forward, sort of a high pace uh, activity in a constant basis. Um, I'm heading out to do a hit class today uh, at the uh, at the gym. And so um, I just wanna say that, you know, that in a constant basis, um, I keep listening to the um, connection and the constant um, amusement that I get from people telling me that um, how in the world does not eating impacts your health and in a, in a daily basis. Well, uh, what I learned from 72 hour fasting and, and, and being youthful and being uh, in a constant basis, um, uh, understanding that, that basically your body, it, it will respond to the um, just action of just digesting everything that you put into that particular time frame. For example, I do only about two or three hours of eating um, pattern, and sometimes it can change only on the weekend uh, where I get to see my, my, my family and I'm constantly around my family, and I change it to from a four to six hour um, eating window. Um, I try constantly to improve the part where uh, I try to, uh, you know, sort of uh, maintain this uh, this routine, uh, but then at the same time, I, I think about the 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 consequences and repercussions of what I'm doing in regards of staying healthy and try and maintain a, this con cons consistent pattern, consistency of of making sure that that I get the most benefit out of it uh, on the weekdays. Um, like I said before, I'm a constant, constantly uh, working. I'm doing this. I'm doing that, and um, and I'm constantly, uh, basically trying to uh, maintain this routine uh, where I'm eating within a two-hour window, and I'm eating uh, in a particular time frame where it fits my schedule, where it fits uh, who, uh, where I, who I'm dealing with, what I'm dealing with, in a constant basis, and. I just want to say that um, that if you are uh, working uh, your way to stay fit and you're working your way to stay healthy, uh, trying to stay away from a specific amount of sugars, a specific amount of carbohydrates, uh, especially uh, processed food, try to, as much as you can to maintain a good way of you are staying away from these particular meals, these particular foods that doesn't have and doesn't serve no purpose. But yeah, at the same time, we are we are accustomed. We are sort of a, uh, in a in a way of uh, uh, putting it to, putting in a simple word, sort of like uh, accustomed to. Uh, and we have been uh, told that hey, uh, 
yes, it is okay to have a, a cheesecake. It is okay. It is okay. Yes. Uh, but then the the particular choices that we have uh, based upon our uh, nutrition intake has put us into a, a completely different spectrum as far as um, uh, as far as our, our health, as, as far as our usefulness, uh, as far as staying young, staying staying in a in a very uh, uh, good state of mindset. Uh, but that's completely changed in the since I remember, so I have a knowledge of that we were not so concerned back in the in the eighties. I was not so concerned about you know the tire the dietary foods that we had it from our grandparents or our parents um, it has come to completely change in a 360 degree to where food is the most important thing that you need to have in a constant basis and what I see from 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 these pattern of change from culture change um, knowing that my, my my grandmother used to cook only for lunch and dinner but you know breakfast was not something that I was uh, constantly told that hey you gotta eat breakfast you gotta eat breakfast and this is something in a traditional way uh, a thing that only happened on the weekends uh, as far as you know eating breakfast uh, but in a constant on a weekly basis it was just uh, 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 you know uh, it was just lunch and, and dinner uh, per se uh, but what I'm trying to get to is that there are a lot of things that were in the old-fashioned way the old uh, sort of like old-school uh, meal planning or sort of like old-school kind of sort of you can't have no no sweets because it's going to ruin your your your, your dinner um, sort of that kind of uh, transcended so much um, back in the days because you know my my grandmother and my uh, my parents um, there was not such a thing as far as you know trying to get in all these meals because your body needed uh, or your body needs to be having all these meals per se it was not necessarily a a a, a constant uh, sort of like reminder to it it was just uh, a thing of of traditional as far as just right let's have a dinner and let's have a lunch if it was necessary but it was not remi a reminder that it, it, it was necessary so what I'm, I'm coming down to is that um, I, we put our bodies in a very detrimental state and 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 I believe that uh, that just like just like we live in a society in a fast space, we tend to stress our bodies and our and our bodies and our mind to kind of sort of accommodate to this sort of a, a, a new way, but in a destructive way, and, and to be useful, to be in a state where you want to challenge the body. Because you know, at the end of the day, definitely you want to work out. You definitely want to have a very good, healthy nutrition intake. But we live in a society where, where we are in a constant battle of trying to keep up, just like how was it to try to keep up with the Joneses of where? Because the Joneses are eating five to six meals per day. Is that so? Is that so? And so, where in the world 
that this came about, came about and I'm trying to see these uh, these patterns and and in sort of way like it's dictated by uh, somebody saying well this is this is the meal plans that you're supposed to be having for your children and this is the meal plans you're supposed to have for yourself and it's concerning because then you wonder you wonder why you're so constantly tired why you constantly uh, you know uh, sort of like deteriorated from the constant abuse that we put in our bodies uh, by having five to six meals per day now it's my second day of fasting I said to myself you know I am have sort of accustomed myself to be able to uh, uh, maintain this sort of uh, uh, new lifestyle because it wasn't new for me. Fasting was not something that I necessarily wanted to put in perspective in a constant basis and say, I'm gonna fast uh, three days out of, out of the month. I'm gonna fast in a constant basis. But I've, as I come to understand now, how I've come to re do research and I come to uh, apply this new pattern, new lifestyle, it's helping me much better to understand why are we constantly in and this um, sort of rush mode to get things done because we are in a stress mode in a constant basis. Not only do we stress the body out and from the inside out, but we're stressing the body in a constant basis from work, from relationships, from being a parent, from being uh, in a constant trying to keep up. Once again, we try to keep up with the chances. And so, and, and then we, we constantly in this stress mode. And and I, believe me, that the, the stress mode comes from, uh, once again, relationships uh, uh, and the constant uh, building up uh, to, to get to work and do the, needs to, the work that needs to be done in a constant basis. So this is a, a, a thing that is detrimental, in, obviously, in the mindset and the body. Uh, you, once again, that idea of uh, challenging the body is necessary and a physical action. By listening to that uh, yesterday, I listened to uh, David Sinclair and, and he recommends stop eating so much. Minimize your eating because you want to lengthen your body. And it makes a lot of sense because we constantly, hey, I can I can eat, and at two-hour window, I can eat especially with my calories. But yeah, necessarily is not necessarily like the best, best of food choices that I have made. Because I'm trying to change up and trying to keep sort of like, like the the idea of, well, I can have if I fasted for this many time or how long I fasted or fasted for 22 hours, I can have I can get away with a little bit. But your body cannot get away from being deteriorated by this specific amount of um, sugar in the body. Think about it. So if you fasted, you're 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 taking away a specific amount of uh, sugar intake, carbohydrates intake from the period of time frame of 20 hours, and then you got two hours to eat. Uh, and and I, I imagine that the body will get into a shock mode of having a specific amount of sugars or carbohydrates on that particular time frame. And I was trying to kind of sort of put together this thing about seeing somebody who 
kind of sort of uh, goes into OMAD diet or an OMAD lifestyle and they can they tend to eat specific calories or whatever the case may be and I see this happening a lot and I'm trying to uh, uh, come to grips on the fact that anybody who um, is following a, an OMAD or, or a keto or a, a particular um, nutrition intake uh, I will say it's all about change. Change is good. Change in a constant basis is necessary. Um, and and so I say to myself, maybe if I eat a pattern of fruits one day, maybe if I eat a pattern of vegetables one day, maybe if I eat a a, 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 a day of carbohydrates one day, or uh, uh, oh, a day of just being a meat eater, that wouldn't change in a completely my whole gut microbiome to have a variety of things but yet once again when you are fasting and you have a long-term fasting like I do for 72 hours your body becomes very sensitive of specific things and specific foods I had a, uh, 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 a listener message me telling me well you know I love bread I can't get away from bread and when I have it I feel bloated and so on and so forth well, if you know it's not making you feel the way you feel, I will stay away from that stuff because then you know, I know you love it. But these are the choices, uh, you know, in regards of, you know, healthy breads. We have healthy choices of breads. And to me personally, and what I do, I don't buy the bread that is sitting on the aisle for weeks or maybe three weeks or so. There's a lot of, of um, you know, carbohydrates or breads and, and stuff like that. It's been sitting there for a long time. They use preservative. They use a lot of, of this stuff as being uh, processed. And so imagine you having this, right? But then imagine you can be able to have a choice of things that are particularly much more better on the bakery, <laughs> the bakery store that you can choose that are a little bit much more I will say right away have it because then eventually it's not gonna be good. It's that hasn't gone through a process to stay uh, in the uh, you know um, uh, to stay there for too long because it will either have to be thrown away or have to be put away. Uh, and so uh, we have a choices, right? We talk about choices before we talk about. Uh, and so how do how do how do we go from uh, now? You know, having all these meals, and if you, I know how hard it is for anybody who say, "Well, I've been eating this way for so long, and this is what I've been told," but then yet your body doesn't reflect that. Your body and your and your age doesn't reflect that at all. You know, when I was um, uh, when I was 34 years old, I looked like I was in my plus plus more age. If you look at it, put it together, I said, "Man, I look like I was much more older than what I look now." And I look more useful. I look more sort of like lean, more lean than before, more leaner, you know? So imagine you doing this in a constant basis, right? And then so, and listening to a, a scientist, uh, listen to a doctors and listen to now, people that stepping up to the plate and say, listen, man, yeah, this, this, this gonna have a repercussion on your body later on 
if you're looking for longevity, if you're looking to stay fit and healthy, um, eventually it's going to have an effect on you. Eventually it will, but then, you know, I, I come to grips that eventually I'm going to die. <laughs> I mean, I can walk that out outside my door and I can, you know, something horrible can happen to me, right? But then at the same time, I think about longevity. I think about, man, I would, like, I would love to live more than, you know, 100 years old. More than 100 plus years to age. And the only way to be able to accomplish this, because I got another another 50 to 60 years more on myself to say, I want to continue working. I want to be active. I want to have the mindset of that, that I have already put into myself and say, listen, there's no retirement. You know, talking about retirement is like talking about your your funeral already. <laughs> and so this is not something I want to put into my mindset. Um, I already have talked about this and, and I have posted it that I would love to live for 120 years or, or more. Who knows? But science and how technology is working, how uh, advanced are we getting, how much more are we discovering about our bodies and how effective become by the fact that we want to live longer, don't we? And I ask myself that question. I say, I would love to live longer. I would like to see what happens in another 50, 60, 70 years. How would science and how this is going to come about to help others live longer? I mean, my next generation, which is I talk about my son, and I said to my son, um, you know, you want to be useful, you want to be healthy, you want to do all the stuff and he's working out and I said you know, probably I'll be able to see a little bit more farther down um, besides my grandkids you know, so I think about that longevity of how the effects and how important it is for me to um, see farther down the future eventually it's going to come the day that I will not be in this planet but I want to make sure that that what I'm trying to do here is to help those that don't go into a route where it's not gonna help you on you on the healthy part of it, on the mindset part of it. Now I continue to understand more why it's so important for us to maintain this regimen of consistency from fasting from not indulging so much of a lot of things that are not good for you. Guys, I love cheesecake. I love chocolate cake. And uh, and I love it. And I love to eat. But what does that do any good when it's, uh, you know, having a, a total repercussion into your body? Right now, my body is like, I, I'm running on coffee, black coffee, right? And I'm running on water and I'm running on, on, on specific things that I can utilize to maintain this consistency of lifestyle. Um, believe me, so this week has been like back to school, like I was mentioning before, uh, back to school uh, and, 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 and I'm, I'm like this stress mode type of thing. Remember guys, um, I started fasting in November of 2017. 2017 I was like I need to start doing this fasting thing I want to do intermediate fasting I want to do this but how did that the difference between that uh, about a, uh, two years ago the difference is that 
I'm not stressing out anymore. I'm not stressing out, oh my God, I gotta eat breakfast because it's the most important meal of the day. Not, it's not. And I'm not rushing, I'm not going crazy, maybe to, so that the fact that I have a child that needs my attention on the morning, I'm more efficient to that part because I need to prepare some lunch for him so he can have some some fruits, some something that I that we're gonna prepare for him because we decided that we don't want our kid eating the lunch food that is available on the school. And this is something me and my wife we talk about and the fact that hey, you know, the food in the school is not the best food in the you know in the world. So the choice that we have made is that fruits, sandwich, something that he's gonna have and there's no snacks. Uh, we, 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 we know the effects of snacks. We know the effects of eating out in a constant basis. This is not a, 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 a thing that, as a parent, we're trying to look for the best of our kid. As a, as a parent that practice fasting, practice the, the benefits of it, and knowing that eventually, uh, you know, I have a 15-year-old who is that I feel different now, I feel energetic now, I feel this much, is because the increased amount of sugar that he's been putting into his body for a specific amount of time frame, because we thought that, hey, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. We continually practicing, we kind of preaching this thing about it, and we're thinking that this is one of the most important things to do for our children. So, I know that my, my child needs to grow, I know that my child needs to be, be fed, and, and that's necessary for him until he's 18. Um, the information and research in regards of kids uh, being obese and overweight is increasingly going up. And so I, I question, I question this, this pattern in which we gotta deal with society and the, the recommendations of the uh, nutritional, dietary, uh, and uh, sort of like the rulers of, we say this and you have to do it. The doctor said that you you can have snacks. Is that so? Is that necessary? I'm pretty sure your parent who's listening to this right now, you're pretty sure you're kind of questioning, is that necessary for my child? Is that necessary for my kid? where, you know, we grew up in a different environment. We're talking about 20, 30, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. We grew up in a different environment than we're growing up right now. And that environment is more stressful than what it used to be before. We live in a very stressful environment, very fast-paced society where everything needs to be done right away. We want everything says self-gratification right away, like this, on the snap of the finger. It does gonna happen is that is going to be the next step guys I'm I'm seeing the patterns I'm seeing what's happening I'm seeing the the, the amount of growth of type 2 diabetes is increasingly growing in the younger generation in the younger population if you research and do look for type 2 diabetes right now high blood pressure you will know, you will see that these these numbers are, are not a lie. This is controlled by the CDC, and this is controlled by the fact that many people right now, there's more hospitals based upon these chronic diseases 
they are constantly growing. And now, aging is considered a disease. Because I had noticed that quite a few people that I know, they're aging dramatically. And they're constantly and constantly doing a different pattern of lifestyle. It's different than mine. Listen, guys, uh, the reason why I start, uh, uh, re- uh, I'm doing this particular podcast is because I'm listening to the, not necessarily authorities, but the ones who are doing research based upon the fact that, hey, you know, we want to live longer. There's people that want to live longer. There are people that want to look forward to be able to uh, sort of like biohack their bodies and be able to say, hey, I can be able to go without food for, you know, a couple of days and I know it's going to be beneficial for my body because I have extra, maybe extra 10, 15 pounds of body fat in my body, you know, and in and, and, and the long term, it's, it's good. In the long term, it's good because I know I have noticed the difference in my body personally. Believe me, I know it's, it sounds like a like a thing that I, I'm sharing based upon the fact that I have gone through from from eating. I used to preach about eating breakfast and snacks and all this stuff, but it was a big slap in the face when you're going through the process where when you're going through a thing where you're feeling lethargic, you're feeling tired, you're feeling like lousy um, by the middle of the day, and then you're like, "What is happening to me?" And so you had to step back and kind of realize that it was the best thing for me to do is be able to do my own personal research, my own personal information. Just like how you listen to this podcast, I listened to another podcast that definitely brought you know my attention to understand what science has for us versus what you know medicine has given to us. That medicine has there's a lot of doctors that are willing to be able to help humanity versus there's other ones that don't care and they don't willing they have no willingness to uh, to say well listen you know this doesn't work for my patient so i need to find something that works for my patient and so imagine that you know if you can give another 10 20 years to your parents 20 30 years to your parents your mom your dad you know and and you can give them another 20, 34 more years that they they want in their lives, by all means, share it. Share the information that is out there. Share the things that is going to make a difference for all the people out there. Because at the end of the day, this is what I did. I said, I started sharing information. A friend shared the information with me. And so, and we continue doing so because we know that benefits, that it can do tremendous uh, help for those that don't have any um, idea about this uh, in, in the studies and the, and the stuff that is happening right now that is going to be beneficial in the long term, not for just you, but for your children. Remember guys, this is not something that it, it just happened overnight. For me, in fasting didn't happen overnight. Intermittent fasting didn't happen overnight. Doing all mad didn't happen overnight. This happened in a lot, very, baby steps sort of kind of small steps taken towards be able to understand what was happening to my body and so and believe me um, I'm looking forward to see a, um, a, uh, a 
what it, what I what I call a doctor who follows fasting, a doctor who is an intermediate fasting, a, a doctor that talks about solutions versus hey, here's a pill. <laughs> so um, having uh, look for a, a specific doctor that understands what I'm looking for, and that's what you are trying to do, and. And that's what, basically, what I recommend to most people to do is that find a doctor that's going to work with you and to find solution to your problem, not make it worse than what you are, and you know, uh, hook you into taking pills for the rest of your life. That's not what it's medicine is supposed to be. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and hopefully. We'll be able to uh, give you some links. Uh, I want you to check out these links and based upon the fact that I was listening to uh, Dr. Sinclair. Uh, there was a great, great, not only podcast, but a great YouTube video that I was listening to. Um, and so uh, I'm going to post the link below so you guys can listen to it because it's actually another podcast that I actually just uh, kind of followed through YouTube and so decided to that I want to share this with you guys. This is about longevity. This is about you um, being uh, want to live longer. Uh, in the fact that this podcast is related to that particular um, podcast that I listen to, and uh, hopefully you get I bring this value to you that you'll be able to connect with so many people and be able to share this with you guys. So I want to thank you so much for for actually listening to sharing, and for the people that are from the UK, from people from Canada, people from uh, Mexico. And everybody else who are listening to this podcast, sharing is caring, and that's what it, that's the whole point about uh, me uh, doing uh, this podcast because it has changed my life, and I want to hopefully be able to change yours. Have a good one, guys. Bye bye.